friends and welcome to the dimension of our midnight cake a weekly transmission from the nexus of realities i'm soltis and joining me are my friends and fellow trans-dimensional beings peaches there's no barbarian in the lead this movie was awesome <laughs> lumberdor from my basement to yours just as creepy as ever huh? <laughs> and doug well guys we have a midnight cake exclusive um i'm launching today Justin Long fan club, and you're all invited to join. Excellent. I've, I've been there all along. Lumberdor and I started that after a tusk. Yeah, for real. <laughs> That's another that one we guy. need to do. Poor guy cannot catch a break. He's got horrible, horrible deaths. Barbarian is a 2022 American horror film written and directed by Zach Kreger. It stars Georgina Campbell, Bill Skarsgård, and Justin Long. Barbarian received overall positive reviews from critics and audience members alike, with particular praise for the screenplay and direction, as well as the performances of the cast. The runtime is 102 minutes long, was shot on a budget of $4.5 million, and made $45 million at the box office. If you enjoy our discussions and would like to contribute or get in contact with us, consider visiting our website at OurMidnightCake.com, liking, subscribing, and sharing the transmission with your friends. Be sure to join us next week as we pay tribute to legendary actor Kevin Conroy with our conversation of the 1993 American animated romantic superhero film, Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. So before we get to the discussion, it should be known that Barbarian is a bonkers movie for which we could easily dedicate an episode to each act as the narrative progresses. It is an unconventionally structured film so we'll be changing up our normal conversational approach to accommodate. This is a film experience that is best served knowing as little as possible. Usually a film will have one or two big twists that a discussion can mention without giving anything away, but that is not the case with Barbarian. The twists and reveals are the story. As such, it is very difficult to get around the structure or surprises this movie has in store for a new viewer and maintain a coherent discussion. Get yourself a subscription to HBO Max. Watch this thing and then come back. <laughs> Plus, you can watch uh, lots of cartoons. So, <laughs> unlimited Powerpuff Girls. You can watch yes. Looney Tunes and Napoleon Dynamite, and lots of things that weren't canceled in the midst of production. <laughs> <laughs> now, for the sake of brevity, I will give a synopsis of the plot, so our discussion will be easier to follow. But know that this synopsis lacks context that the film expertly provides. Arriving in town for a job interview, Tess Marshall books a remote house in the rundown Brightmoor neighborhood of Detroit. Upon arriving at the house, Tess discovers the place has been double booked and is already occupied by a young man named Keith Toshko. Initially unnerved by Keith, Tess warms up to him and decides to stay the night. The next morning, Keith leaves for the day and Tess goes to her interview. The woman interviewing her sternly warns her that she should not be staying in that neighborhood. Tess returns to the house and is chased inside by a homeless man, yelling that she must leave. Through a series of events, Tess finds herself locked in the basement and stumbles upon a hidden corridor. There, Tess finds a windowless room with a camcorder, a stained mattress, an old bucket, and a bloody handprint on the wall. She backtracks and tries to leave, but is still locked in the basement. Keith arrives and frees her. Tess tells Keith what she has seen, and he goes into the basement to investigate. 
When he does not return, Tess returns downstairs and makes an additional discovery that the hidden corridor she had initially found leads to a subterranean tunnel network, where she hears Keith screaming for help. She enters the tunnel and finds an injured Keith. The pair are attacked by a naked, deformed woman who brutally kills Keith. Sometime later, actor A.J. Gilbride learns he has been fired from his television series due to allegations of rape made by a co-star. Pressured to sell his assets to pay for legal costs, A.J. travels to a rental property he owns in Detroit, the same house that Tess and Keith rented. A.J. inspects the house and eventually discovers the hidden tunnel. The deformed woman attacks him, and he falls into a pit alongside Tess. A flashback shows the house's original owner, Frank, who abducted women and held them captive in the tunnel. He would use the hidden room to videotape himself abusing and violating them, then abuse and violate the subsequent children. Back in the present, Tess explains to AJ that the woman, referred to as the mother, wants them to act as her children. When AJ refuses to drink milk from a bottle offered by the mother, he is dragged away and forced to breastfeed. Tess escapes, and the mother pursues her, allowing AJ to make his own escape. He discovers a decrepit Frank living further in the tunnel. Initially believing Frank to be another victim of the mother, A.J. assures Frank that the police will come to investigate. While A.J. discovers the vast collection of tapes, Frank discreetly retrieves a hidden revolver and kills himself. A.J. flees with a gun, while the mother leaves the house to find Tess. Tess escapes the house by breaking a basement window. She eventually reaches a gas station and is able to call the police. The officers are dismissive of her story, but she convinces them to go back to the house with her. The police refused to investigate the house before being called away, attributing Tess's story and behavior to drug use. After breaking into the house to retrieve her keys, Tess runs her car into the mother, seemingly killing her. She returns to the basement to rescue AJ, but he accidentally shoots her. The two escape the house and find shelter with Andre, the homeless man who had chased Tess earlier. Andre explains that the mother is a product of multi-generational incest by Frank. The mother ambushes the group and kills Andre before chasing Tess and AJ up a water tower, AJ pushes Tess off the tower in an attempt to save himself, and the mother jumps after Tess, shielding her from the fall. As AJ attempts to rationalize his actions to Tess, the mother awakens and kills him. The mother tries to comfort Tess and wants to take her back to the house, but Tess reluctantly shoots and kills the mother and stumbles away as the sun rises. So did you guys watch a trailer or anything before? Nope. Nope. I nope. did not. I did watch the trailer. And I have to say the trailer was interesting because they gave enough to where I, I felt like I know what's going to happen here. You know, obviously they're trying to make me think that Bill Skarsgård star of the it movies is the bad guy here. You know, he's, yeah. he's a secret bad dude. I'm like, but I can tell something else is going on here. And even still, I had no idea what was to come. <laughs> yeah. I don't watch a ton of like horror movies, but this is one I was constantly talking to the TV like, no, do, do not turn around, right. girl. No. <laughs> Wait, would you even call it that secret a horror door. movie? No, don't open that other secret door. No, just th there's no lights down there. That's a bad idea. I mean, this was more like a shock movie. <laughs> yes. Like shock horror. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I do wonder if some of the scenes were like it, the, it dipped into parody. <laughs> no, oh. like the um, I'm just going to say the scary thing in the hallway. I do wonder how much of that was like digital and how much of it was like 
physical suit. Pretty sure it was 100% physical. Was um, I read that the director gave himself, I believe he called it a soft rule to not use anything that uh, couldn't have been done in the thing. Okay. Yeah, I, I read that, that makes, somewhere too. That makes Justin Long's That's performance really with some cool. of those uh, scenes where he got. Uh, did Did you read about the, the grass? <laughs> Even, yes. Better. No. They, uh, how no. they said? What about the they grass? They said that the grass was digital in that one scene because they could not get it to grow. <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, because I mean, I'm pretty sure the mother is. It's a stuntman, yes, or actor, you know, in in a suit, yeah, yeah. Instantly, instantly, when we got a good look at it and what it was, it made me think because Bill Skarsgård was in this scene when we first saw okay. it. You know, in It Chapter Two, the scene mm. with that old lady, and she goes back into the dark kitchen, and this giant, creepy, like thin, naked lady yeah. comes out. That's what it was. It was what it reminded me of. I mean, it was a creepy scene, but it's clearly a CGI effect. Yeah. And this was so much better. Anytime you can do practical effects, it's always going to be better. Oh, and the practical effects on the reveal are incredible. So yeah, so you get, I even like the setting of this. It adds this real unease that there's like this one fixed up house. Yeah. In the middle of just a disaster. (laughs) decimated and and it doesn't even really set in when she shows up you know because it's like no. it's dark it's rainy and then the next day like she yeah, looks around don't see any of this like she's on mars or something i mean it's like so foreign she's like what you're, you're the given the the notion that it might be a bad neighborhood but you don't see just how bad mm-hmm. it really right. reminded me of um like when she came out of the house walking around it reminded me of rick coming out of the hospital and walking dead mm. <laughs> Same it is. I mean, it's like a post-apocalyptic yeah, a looking kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. This is a completely abandoned neighborhood. And even just that, you know, it's like all these things like kind of ratchet up the tension, I thought, or added unease. Oh, yeah. It's like it made everything just seem a little out of place. You're like, why is there one nice house? <laughs> like, even just that is like unsettling. Did you guys read where this came from? No. Uh-uh. I, no. I did. I did. I was reading some interviews. Uh, what, what did you read? It was that the writer, he had read a book. Ah, oh, geez, what was it called? Now I'm blinking on the name of it. Uh, it was a nonfiction book. I can't book remember either, but I... I about a, about yeah. fear as a guide or something. And it was based on trusting a feeling of unease that you have. Like, yes, particularly, yeah. like, particularly if you're like a woman and you're encountering a man who seems to kind of be like aggressive in a weird or bad way, you know? Uh, like, kind of trust your gut. Like that kind of thing. I know the and book so, you're talking about. I've seen students reading it in class. And from reading that book, he just started he started imagining a conversation, right, between these two characters. And he kind of built on it from there. So it's sort of like this core of the conversation of like it was all about like a woman just consistent just progressively ignoring more and more red flags. Yeah, more and more red flags yeah. popping up. But then he he didn't want to play into that. You know, he wanted to make it this other thing that would flip it and be more unconventional. Um, which he certainly did a hundred percent. Oh, that's, that's really interesting. I wish I could they, they do, the they do build it. up, I have to look it up. you know, Bill Skarsgård's character as, you know, he's kind of socially awkward when how yeah. he mm-hmm. talks with her and there's always this underlying 
an ease to whatever. Oh, it is let me make doing. you a cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> and then later going way overboard about, yo, I, I know why you didn't want the tea and that's okay. And I made sure I didn't open the bottle. You know. So <laughs> the gift of fear, survival signs that protect us from violence. Nice. Yep. Written by Gavin DeBecker. This may be more broad than what I said, actually. Um, but yeah, just trusting trusting your gut. So he was trying to think of a scenario where this woman was put in this situation where every red flag is thrown at her, but then he flips it and gives you something like completely bonkers that you couldn't expect. It's a pretty good setup. I mean, yeah. The conversations between the two characters, the uh, the main protagonist, Lady, and then Bill Skarsgård's character, they're well-written and they're incredibly well-acted. Uh, they're great. The cinematography is excellent with how they frame the shots and how the blocking is, is set up. Yes. It just... Um, you get some strange camera angles that also accentuate the tension and the unease with this mm -hmm. really ridiculous situation. Like the lighting in the house, like just because it was night and she like woke him up, it's like there'd mm -hmm. just be like a single light on in the kitchen or, you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. these little things like where it hides just that, yeah. And we're really not given a definite sign that something else is going on until that scene. Mm -hmm. When you see the door behind her close on its own. Ugh. That was something. But like you say, though, there's a long there's a long sequence in a very viscerally shocking, scary horror movie. That's just a conversation between two people. But they they do enough to keep the tension going. Like you say, like offering the tea, offering the wine, even the things where he says, like, oh, I noticed you didn't take the tea. So I was going to open the wine in front of you. And he's like trying to trying Make so hard to awkward. be the nice guy. You're like, yeah. oh, he's covering up for something or okay, he really is okay. This is an okay situation. Like they keep finding ways to keep you unsettled and his acting in it is spectacular. He's offering to do these things and she's, she declines, you know, politely and, you know, she's fine. He's like, I'm going to make you that. And, anyway. and kind of insisting. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. The range that guy has, he's something else. I enjoy seeing him in things more and more. We've mentioned Bill Skarsgård, but this, this girl who I didn't recognize, um, her name's Georgina Campbell also, also gives a really great performance. Oh, oh yeah, 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 she's, she's awesome. And she and she's having to like do a lot of different things throughout the course of what that character's put through. And I thought she did great with all of it. Speak of ignoring red flags, she makes it to her job interview. It seems to go pretty well. And she tells the uh the person she's interviewing with about the place she's staying at, and the woman's just like uh You should not be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. should not yeah. be there. That was such a great <laughs> detail. That they use that as an opportunity to drop that in. Yep. And isn't it like she's like, oh, I'm I'm staying with a friend or something at that point. She's just oh, that, yeah, she, I have a roommate. It'll be fine. So yeah. trusting of the guy now. But yeah, mm -hmm. she went from immediate, like, you know, thinking about hiring this person to like just fear for her life just because of the area town that she was in. Because it was right after that that it showed her getting back to the place. And she's trying to get out of her car. And then the guy comes, the homeless guy comes running, chasing after her, telling her to mm -hmm. not go in the house, basically. Which she's already scared to go back to the neighborhood. And then this dude comes chasing after, rushing her into the house. And then I think the thing that, that took her to the basement, if I remember right, was looking for toilet paper. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yes. And she finds that rope. I tell you, the, the amount of time they devoted to her finding the rope in the wall and pulling it out. <laughs> I could yeah. not handle. I was like, is there going to be something at the end of the rope? What's the, and then yeah. it opens a freaking door. Like, that's yeah. what I'm does. like, 
Okay. Oh, there's so many moments, good, great horror moments of like, why are you doing this? Stop it's doing nice. this. Uh-huh. Don't go any further. <laughs> you know, and, and then it opens a door and there's a completely dark hallway and you're like, that's even worse than if something was attached to the rope. Like, <laughs> yeah. they just keep finding ways to stop it, you know? She spends a, a good amount of time just staring at this hallway, like trying to figure the out whether to go in or not. Of the mirror to reflect oh, light down there was was an interesting thing to throw in, <laughs> yeah. because she doesn't have her phone, so there's no phone yeah. light. I guess she doesn't have a flashlight handy. Oh right, because she's locked down there. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, the that's the thing. She's let she's left the keys and, and the phone, so she can't get out of the basement. And she also she can't call for help, and she also the only person who knows she's down there can't get into the house now. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just one thing after another with this, just building up until yeah, while she's down there and she's looking for you know something to use to maybe get the window open. That's how she finds the rope, and then eventually that escalating really, really terror freaky tunnel. <laughs> all throughout this and and the, the, these red flags you can see that it registers yeah yeah this yeah. is not a good thing but she'll continue with it yeah. but as soon as she reaches the room and then she sees the bloody handprint on the wall mm, with bucket, the nasty the bucket the oh bucket, yeah the bucket <laughs> and the Ugh. camera that had been set up the old old school cassette yeah, <laughs> camera that had been set up you know immediately what took place in this room and she is out which to me, <laughs> like, I, like her performance there was fantastic. But then, as the story progresses, and eventually, we see Justin Long's character enter that same area. His reaction to it later on is so much better because of how it doesn't phase him. Oh, uh, I don't know about that. I, I I thought that's where it delved more into parody parody and, yeah oh really yeah. It, yeah. the movie gets a little bit more silly in that section mm-hmm. but in a good way yeah she freaks out she's got to yeah. get out <laughs> like it's it's all terrible <laughs> bad things have happened <laughs> bill i'm calling him bill because i don't remember the character's name but the bill shows up and is able to let her out of the basement and she's like we got to get out of here yeah, she has the right reaction. Let's just leave. And of course, he plays Johnny Good Guy. Like, it'll make sense. I'll go take a look. Life well, is basically even he's, safe. he's given off that vibe. That he says, like, trying to get her back in the house. You know? uh-huh. Yeah. What makes him seem they do, even at this point, he still seems suspicious because he's still like, You're asking me to believe this. Just let me go down there. And, oh, and yeah. just down head, the torture yeah, dungeon yeah. I set up. Sure. You can stay up here, but just stay. And yeah. Then disappears. The whole movie is building to that moment in the hall with him, though. Yeah. Everything up to this point. You know, there hasn't really been like a big scare moment. You know, it's been just ratcheting up tension. I thought it was even great reveal with how like she went down to look for him and she didn't realize the second door was there until she kind of leaned against it out of frustration. Like, where did he go? Yeah, because she makes it down door. to the end of the hall. Uh, There's nobody there. To, what would you call it? Like a catacombs? <laughs> cavern. Mine. Cavern, yeah. Shaft. Some, uh, like, yeah. Stairway to know. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then she sees, like, the cages. Like, it just keeps more yeah. and more. Yeah. And she's just yelling That's out like, his name. I don't care Ugh. how good a person you are. 
Yeah. There's just no excuse <laughs> to still be down here. <laughs> and then he and then he shows up. He shows up and he is he is scared to death. Yeah. There's something down here. And it bit him. Even then, <laughs> when it he's scared to death, I fi- I still felt like because of how they had built the character up that he's trying to trick her. I'm like, yeah. no, we cannot go back that way. We cannot like he's a part of all this. Yeah. You still get the vibe that he's like trying to trick. They do a really good job of holding out on that until the last moment. Yeah. And then you get the amazing practical effects moment. Yeah. Oh god. It's it's like two in a row. It's the 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 reveal of the monster. If your jaw did not drop at this moment, I don't believe you. (laughs) I was I was. I was just like mouth open, stayed open. Suddenly Justin Long's there. I'm just like still like frozen. You know, it meshes us about how the, there's this one moment in this movie where your jaw dropped and you were never able to pick it back up. Uh-huh. And I kept thinking, oh, come on. Like, that's... Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it happened. And it, it was the same thing with me. I, my jaw dropped. And I, said, I cannot believe this is happening. I mean, honestly, they could have done whatever they wanted to. And in a way, they did after that point. Mm-hmm. But they just keep building and building the the just the shock and the ridiculous... You know, mm-hmm. upping the ante on. Ah. I I'm so glad I ended my Halloween with. <laughs> yes. Oh, great movie yeah. to end your Halloween season on. <laughs> well, you only have the light from her phone, right? Right, right. And you it's, really only see the thing for what a couple of seconds. Yeah, yeah. At you most. see it come up behind him, basically. Like it's just a flash and something horrific and violence. And it is so brutal and it is so Ah, well done. It is. Because up until that moment, I was still thinking that that Skarsgård was part of all this. Yeah. (laughs) And Mm then. Not anymore. anymore. When they decide to shatter that expectation and like Mm -hmm. shift into movie number two within this movie. (laughs) Yes. They just commit to the bit. I kept thinking. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. So what are they going to do now? What's gonna, yeah. I'm like, what's mm-hmm. gonna, how is this gonna I, work okay okay because we went into this without much of a description mm-hmm. i'd say about we got about 10 minutes into the the justin long thing maybe not that long i don't know how long it took him to get to the house yeah uh, or to get there there was a point where you're like oh okay but i was like is this an anthology was that the first it's section yeah uh, and now uh, there's gonna be about a the same way yeah I felt the same because it was it's a completely different mood, a completely different a whole different tone, yeah. Tone, different yeah, color well palette. The, um, everything is is the dark cavern, the head bashing in, and Justin then it's like Long him driving in a Ferrari, singing yeah, the whatever that's <laughs> <laughs> is the point of going to the house? I, I know what the point of going to the house is. I hate to say it, but because the movie can happen. So the movie can happen. <laughs> but can't he sell a property without ever looking at it? And so he can go in there and you can go, oh, no. And then he can see a suitcase and you can go, oh, no. Mm-hmm. We don't know how long it's been, though. So right. even we're a little we're a little disoriented still at this point. Once he's there, he calls and they say there hasn't, hasn't been in it for a couple of weeks that's right there we go because he's like why is there a toothbrush in the floor like seriously why the internet's <laughs> gonna make a meme out of this and ruin the he's point like of this do movie. i have squatters <laughs> yeah that's right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean did, did, he, did he not see the neighborhood 
<laughs> he drove there in broad daylight. Like, so he's there at the house. He's seen the weird things. And then there's the moment when he's measuring the yeah, square that's, footage, right? That's what got me. When, it was like, when he starts to, yeah, the square footage. <laughs> he's like Googling if the crawl space <laughs> or the torture dungeon is can count as square footage. That creepy tunnel doesn't bother him at all. He's just like, oh. Well, see, that was the thing that got me. was like the girl, you know, them was going down there and there was just all this prep for her yeah. to go down there. And he goes in like butt backwards with a tape measure start going down the the thing inch by inch pulling that thing out and and getting every foot he can to add to his investment because <laughs> this was a wildly different tone yeah. than, than the first yes. part of the movie mm-hmm. or and and then he he sees the room with the gross bed and the camera and the bloody handprint on the wall yeah and he just moves the bed aside and starts measuring yeah Yeah, there is kind of a tonal shift possibly his reaction to it is an indication of his character yeah oh i think so okay okay yeah there's no way he did not put together what took place in this room and so what he hears some noises some scary noises because again he's thinking squatters so anyway he's running and stumbling and ends up in the cage where we find our other character has been spending her past couple of weeks. And that's awful. And then we go to Yeah, we get a back third oh, we get the flashback yet yep. of the flashback. And I've heard some people complain about the flashback because like we didn't need this explanation. I like the flashback. I, I think the it. flashback was good because it totally explained I don't why think the we room needed was it there in the first but place. But I liked it. And I it think, made more of an impact later on. Too. I think when you get down to it, uh, we're introduced to the character who really earns the barbarian title. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Also, excellent performance. Being oh, super yeah, creepy. Scuzzy oh, as hell. Yeah. You see the neighborhood before it like was abandoned. The digital grass looks amazing. Yes. <laughs> he's talking to the neighbor and he's like, we're leaving. Are you staying? And you kind of see like it was the beginning of the decline of that neighborhood. Yeah. It was another bit of someone not recognizing red flags when he just pops up and we're just here to check out. And He checks out the bathroom and he unlocks the windows so that obviously yeah. he can enter he can later. Back later. Yeah. yeah. He's nice enough. And you think maybe, oh, this is the beginning until we get back to his house. Which yes. I love how it was clearly the same house, but looked completely transformed on the inside. There's like just enough. There's just enough for you to tell it's the same instantly. And then he heads back to the basement door, opens it, and you hear the screaming. So this uh-huh. is not his first time. No, no. Yeah. But yeah, now we're back and we're in the cage and we're reunited with uh, Georgina. I, I, I can't yeah. remember these character names. <laughs> yeah. Tess, I think was her name. Tess, Tess yeah. Okay, good. And then the creature comes back. And attempts to force a bottle on them. Uh, and, and you realize this is what she's been having to do to survive. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it is a nasty bottle. I read has, that like, the hair bits of on her the bottle hair, yeah. was a mistake. Oh, that the bottle no. got no, no, no. I read that the bottle actually got tangled up in the wig the actor was yeah. wearing, and it looked so gross that they left it. Yeah, 
it's implied that that this is this creature's breast milk that yeah trying oh. to feed these I'm people sick thinking that she about it views <laughs> as her children yeah it's really really disturbing stuff you think you've seen the grossest thing you're gonna see in this movie and nope, not even think. close <laughs> no. not nope. even close that's like so I want to. He's he's going to wish he had taken yes. the ball. <laughs> this was yeah. this was the better option. <laughs> yes. So when he refuses, he is taken out of the cage and drug off right. somewhere. But this also op- uh, provides uh, Tess an opportunity to escape because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she left it open. Yeah. Justin is drugged to. Yeah, it's a it's kind the, of a nursery. She boops him that that's my favorite thing in this entire movie is the boop (laughs) and you don't you don't know what to think of this is this a hyper violent beast you know the title's barbarian or is she playing what what is going on (laughs) tries to nurse (laughs) (laughs) and so i i think i don't know at this point i had forgotten about the door shutting on its own so You kind of you get the sense that she's escaped the tunnels. Maybe she's she's home free, mm-hmm. but then she's climbing out of the basement, and there's the mother trying to drag her back in. Yeah. So she's rescued by the homeless man from That's earlier. A nice subversion, I thought. He turns out to be almost like a guardian, like watching over this situation and he also mentions like that's not the worst thing that lives there too yeah that was yeah good and that's a nut yeah it, it's 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 subtle it's it's almost a throwaway line but and he, you wonder what could be worse yeah like what yeah. yes what else i think it's funny that you don't your brain doesn't even go to the man from the uh the backstory no it doesn't mm-hmm. you're thinking it's... what other freaking monster could be down yes. right <laughs> The director said something about this film. I believe he said that upstairs he wanted it to be like a Fincher film and downstairs like a Raimi film. (laughs) Oh, there's a definite Evil Dead influence on this movie. Yeah, 100%. It's like two completely different worlds. She's Mm -hmm. going back in on her own because it's after dark anyway. She may as well. She's got to rescue this man she knew for three seconds. Yep. Yep. Well, she's you know, a good I person. Guess, is, this, is this in the meanwhile, he, he finds our serial, serial killer father thing from the past? When he escapes from the creature, mm-hmm. he's still escaping. The only reason he's able to get away from her in the tunnels is because she won't come down that one tunnel, which I thought was great. Mm-hmm. Because yep. we're like, oh, we've gotten to the worst oh, thing. That's right. She turned it the it? other way. That's she, right. Yeah, she's almost upon him, and then we kind of see her come out of the dark, and then she backs away because yep. we're to the worst thing. And this is when you're like, yeah, what? What could scare this thing? Another really nice creepy shot: her in the dark, and then backing off. Uh-huh. That was really nice. Yeah. I'm I'm ashamed to say it was not until we find the man now extreme you know advanced elderly and dying in this room that it clicked with me that "Ah, this is the barbarian and they do a wonderful job of building exactly what this guy's been doing i was down there with this terrible collection of of videos yeah a lot of them had names but then it got to the point where he was just like gas station girl Uh Mm -hmm. which was a neat little like a progression of his like 
I guess he was obsessed over him at first and then it became just the thing he was doing. Makes it even worse. Yeah. As he's trying to help and he real he looking around and he realizes, oh, mm-hmm. you're the reason for all this. Yeah. Uh, and then surprisingly, the old guy kills himself. You know, when you can't do the work you live for, it's really time, <laughs> oh, time to call it quits. <laughs> so Justin Long's character gets the gun and makes his escape. I thought that was going to be the end of it. I thought they yes. were going to meet suddenly. She was going to get shot and he was going to escape. And it would be yep. like this awful twist of, a, yep. a you know, anti-justice, you know? Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, they meet up with the homeless guy again. They're sitting in there talking to him. He's like, it's okay. She never gets in here. And then, of course, Rips she instantly gets in there. <laughs> it's so great. It's because she's never been hunting for one of her, uh, or I guess two of her children. Yeah. And not only does she get in, she destroys that dude. It oh is my gosh. So we have the fireside chat. Justin Long trying to convince himself he's a good person as a character beat. Also a story beat to make us drop our guard. I was going to say, this movie has been really good about getting you to drop your guard, but it, the writing has been so good that it's not... Right, it's not cheap. It's not wasted. It's very yeah. efficient. <laughs> and it's so good about surprising you in these shocking ways, not just horrific, but just shocking ways. Because like they get up on the tower or wherever they're at to get away from this thing. They're trapped. And... I honestly did not know at this point. I I felt like one of two things were going to happen, but I was either one could have happened, and I I would have been like sure because he was not going to go back to that nursery. <laughs> no. <laughs> but not only do you get the sacrifice from like he sacrifices her, but then the creature that's been chasing them sacrifices herself for the baby or for Tess's yeah, character to to protect baby. Tess who she views as her yeah. baby. Yeah. And which just, I mean, it, it, it cements the notion that this is not really a monster, but like a tragic character. She is mm-hmm. as much a victim as anyone else in this movie. Mm-hmm. In the conversation around the fireside, you get more backstory and history from the homeless man who somehow knows about the process. This, this really deformed humanoid woman is, the result of generations of inbreeding. Oh, so that's the first time I've thought about what that would mean. And that means that the children were his yeah. victims as well. God. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's awful. He's yes. absolutely yes. awful. It is I'm getting sick again. Oh, so despicable. Yeah. Such a disgusting you know, thing. And, and the way they do it, like, you know, obviously the head moment is very brutal. Like the moment when she attacks the homeless guy is very brutal. But then like that part that's really the most disgusting part of the whole film is where they really mess with your head and have you fill in like some blanks and things. Mm -hmm. And it's just so unsettling. Mm -hmm. It's like that contrast of like the brutality to shock you of like the reveal. But then like this deeper thing sets in in the background in your mind. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. So many levels in this movie, really. And, you know, and I love that it's not like it has to be like, how am I trying to put this like high art or something? Like it's almost kind of like a popcorn, just kind of crazy thrill ride to watch movie, oh, but it's, it's very like a, carefully it, put together. You know what I it's mean? It's very oh, much yeah. like it has the feel of like a rubber monster movie. Yeah. Yeah. It, but it shows like 
they had this level of care in putting it together mm-hmm. where we can talk about it this long, you know, like, I just, I love to see the careful consideration for something that becomes like super schlocky and crazy. I, I like that kind of stuff. Thank you for joining us in the dimension of our midnight cape. We hope you'll visit us again from myself, Lumberdor, Beaches, and Doug. Thank you. And good night. Doug, I, I, I know that you probably even watch more horror than I do. But didn't you find this like refreshing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, definitely. Just in all the glut of everything I've watched to to try and find something, (laughs) something just, just cool and new. It's it's original. It's it does something unconventional, but like, it's got all those things we like to see, but just sort of, sort of mixed together. And it fits the formula in in some ways. Spectacular way. No. And, And it's so unconventional. Like all the, you know, like we were talking about, it's almost like two, movies there's all this buildup and tension and drama and boom you get the shocking reveal and then you're thrown into something that seemingly makes no sense and has nothing to do is not connected at all like revealing a main character like aj that far in the movie i mean it's an unconventional kind of beat and but they do it in a way that's really smart that fits and that makes sense you know it's not like let's be gimmicky like it makes sense in the movie yeah, yeah it like all connects together. Like they pull it together to finish it. Um, being wishy-washy to who he was, even to the point of when he, when the girl survives, getting thrown off the roof of the mm. thing, and he oh, pulls so her pathetic. up off of it, off the creature, and he's still trying to convince himself as to the reason for his actions. He's still before. trying to talk it away. Yeah, yeah, I. 100% think this movie is perfect the way it is and we we could give like notes and nitpick things all day long if I were to change anything at all you know if you just force me to change something it would probably be the ending I think I felt like the creature was gonna somehow survive mm-hmm. and take her back to the uh-huh. lair and nurse her back to health and that would be the yeah. ending she just yeah. she'd just oh, be gosh. living down there <laughs> that would have been so horrible <laughs> yeah oh but they went for a slightly more uplifting sort of yeah. ending which i'm fine with i'm i'm totally fine with with totally all totally. of this at, 